great report next week. Um, but I am very excited. Uh, today we have some guests, some friends of ours, some cousins from uh, Bethel, uh, neat tribe that God's doing a few things through. Uh, we have been enjoying our relationship with Bethel for years. Uh, I don't know how many of you know, but uh, Chris Valatin, who is the senior associate leader there, is the one that prophesied over Karen and I that we would be doing what we're doing now. And uh, so we were actually just going to be in business. We were running from God. We had kind of a Jonah ministry going on. And, uh, and instead, now here we are, hanging out with y'all Ninevites. Did you like that? That just means you're humble and teachable. At any rate, I am very excited to uh, introduce. I'm going to introduce the whole team, and then Levi is going to flow. But uh, this is Levi Hug. This is Joseph. And this is Slee. And uh, can you guys just stand up? We just want to welcome you. I just say where you're from. Okay. So you don't need to come. Yay. Up. Come on. Woo! So they are on a revival tour in Oregon. And um, I just like how that sounds. I like the words revival and Oregon in the same sentence. That makes me happy. God is doing some amazing things. I'm going to let them share. But at any rate, can we uh, just have you come on up, Levi, and... Uh, and uh, you are now officially the MC. Wow. Thank you so much, Pastor. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, Slee, go ahead and just come on up as well. This is Sleen Delay. Is it okay if I move this forward a little bit? I just want to be closer to you. <laughs> go ahead. So just, yep. you can just share where you're from and sure. share what you have in your heart. Sure. My name is Lindile. He pronounced it right <laughs> after almost a couple months, but <laughs> he's forgiven. And I'm from South Africa, and I love the state, and I love this country. Um, I had a word for the church, and um, it's an incredible word, actually. I got excited when I got it. I saw um, a wedding feast and there's a lot of preparation that was going on. And um, the angels were really scuttling around to try and get this um, preparation going on. And I heard the Lord say, I'm going to turn water into wine over this city, over this place. And that he has saved the best wine for last. You know that story in the Bible where it talks about Jesus' first miracle? And that, um, get ready. I just heard him say, get ready. I saw uh, people of influence coming here. I saw a mayor come in here. I saw judges coming in here. I saw really influential business people coming here. And um, the Lord just expanding this building. Actually, I don't even think you're going to be here long. Um, the Lord just increasing your numbers. And, um, and then I saw you like honey. And you know how honey like sticks together? And I saw it like fill up this huge bowl, but it was not that sticky that you couldn't like pour it out. And I saw him pour you out into the city and you went out as a united front. You went out stuck together. Like the Lord is reconciling what has happened in the past. He like, I saw, um, 
this honey actually didn't start just with you. It started, I don't know what happened in this church before, but I dug renewal from what had happened prior for many years that, was ha- that had happened here. And I saw the Lord use that combined with what's happening now and then sending you out into the city. Come on. And as he did that, I actually saw him align your spines. Like that's your true identity. And so I bless you with that word. I bless you with new wine. Mm-hmm. I bless you with unity, the sticking together that no man can separate. And I bless you to be tasty as you go out there in the city. Wow. In Jesus' name. Wow. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Good words, Lee. The nations are coming to Oregon. By the way, Joseph Chen is also with it. I don't know if you've heard his name pronounced completely, but that's not actually how you really pronounce his name, but that's, that's what he goes by, Joseph Chen. He's from Taiwan. He's with us this morning as well, and just powerful word over the children. Thank you, Joseph, for that. <laughs> um, we like you guys. <laughs> Yeah, just want to get that out there. We like you guys. We're really uh, excited to be here. Uh, God's doing a special thing in Oregon. Um, I used to uh, I used to want to go everywhere but Oregon. <laughs> I was like, God, I'll go to Africa. I'll go to Argentina. I just want to like go somewhere where something crazy is happening. You know, like. There's some real, like, miracles and revivals happening, you know, but, you know, Oregon, mm, didn't get super excited about Oregon, but I just want to tell you that there's nowhere else I'd rather be in the world right now than the state of Oregon. I just want to tell you that. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm for real. I was, I was in, uh, I was in Uganda, Africa in last August, and I, got a, um, I was on a mission trip with my cousin, and we saw some crazy things. We saw like a mute girl healed, and we saw people set free from uh, just spiritual torment, and we just saw God move powerfully. And I was, I was, uh, I was on a um, public bus, and we got an email on our cell phone. And I checked my email, it was, a, it, was a, it, was a, it was a testimony somebody had forwarded me from a pastor in, in Happy Valley, Oregon. And they had just had a meeting a couple weeks prior. A man came to the meeting missing a tongue. How many of you guys think that's a problem? <laughs> I've never met, met he, was, he was born without a tongue. Born without a tongue. That's an issue. And uh, he came to this meeting, he grew a tongue in the meeting. He grew a tongue. This was, this was last summer. He grew a tongue? This, uh, this wasn't in Africa. This wasn't in Argentina. This, this was in Oregon. <laughs> when I read that testimony, I said, I want to be in Oregon right now. Here I am in Africa, right? God's doing something in Oregon. Um, 
this last January, we were, we were in uh, my hometown. I'm, I'm from La Grande, Oregon, by the way. Born and raised. Anybody heard of La Grande, Oregon? Is, is anybody from La Grande here? Are you from La Grande? Anybody else? Wow, I feel the connection. There's a it's part of the remnant. Part of the remnant here. <laughs> La Grande, Oregon. I love La Grande, Oregon. La Grande, Oregon's in revival. Oregon's in revival. But we just, uh, we were in La Grande and, uh, at my, my father's home church. My, my father's a pastor there. And um, we did some meetings in January. And there was a man that came skeptical. <laughs> he came to the meeting skeptical. He said, I don't know about this supernatural stuff. I don't know about this stuff. I'll just, I'll just check it out. His, his daughter convinced him to come. Hasn't been to church in years. Believes in God, but just, eh, church isn't really my thing. Comes to the meeting, sitting there, and uh, somebody calls out a word of knowledge for a shoulder issue. Well, this man, he was born, uh, his right shoulder, he was, it was like a birth defect. And his right shoulder was actually an inch or, or, or so lower than his left shoulder to the point where you could physically see it. Like, he was just born that way. For whatever reason, his right shoulder was just lower. He'd look in the mirror and he just got used to it his whole life. And somebody called out his shoulder issue. Somebody prayed for him and his shoulder, he said it felt like a hydraulic jack. This is how he described it. He's kind of old farmer type guy. I just loved how he described it. He's like, it felt like there was a hydraulic jack under my armpit. Like, creak, creak, creak. He said it came up in increments. It was like, creak, 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 creak. <laughs> and now his shoulders are straight. That's a miracle. That happened in Oregon. <laughs> That wasn't it. This guy, he, uh, he also had hearing aids in. The Lord, he, the Lord, he had major improvement in his ears to the point where he couldn't hear like women's voices before, like the tones. He could hear women's voice after we prayed for him. Uh, major improvement. Um, uh, he, he was like started asking people why everything was so loud with his hearing aids in, like, he had to like take him out, you know, I was just like, and then, and it wasn't even it, this guy got a total overhaul. He had like, what is it, GERTS? Is that what it's called? It's like a acid reflux? Is that right? Yeah, or GERT? And uh, it's a real serious like advanced acid reflux kind of condition, you know? And uh, he, he got prayer for that as well. He said, I just loved it, because he's like, this guy came skeptical, you know what I'm saying? So he's just like, just the look on his face, he's like, this is for real. <laughs> this is like, this is real. So he's just like, he said, somebody put their hand on me. He said it felt like, he said it felt like a, light, a cylinder of light. I think that's how he described it. He said that's how, that's how he described it. He said it came into me. He said the heat was phenomenal. He kept saying that. It was phenomenal. It's just, it's like, he's like scratching his head. He's it was phenomenal. <laughs> and his symptoms disappeared. Can we just thank the Lord? 
Jesus. <laughs> wow. God is good. <laughs> I don't know if you know where about that. I've never heard that before, but it's true. He's really good. Oh man, he's good. So we are excited about what God's doing in Oregon. You know, I, I just feel like this whole year, like you know, God's just been—I've just been on this journey. Like, um, I'm, the, I, I'm working with Global Legacy with Bethel Church and just really trying to connect with leaders, encouraging leaders and getting leaders and regions together, just connecting them and just uh, trying to serve them any way we, any way we can, just bringing teams. And we're, we're on an um, actual mission trip right now. So we have a team of, uh, there's, there's 17 of us all together. We're missing a couple that are going to meet up with us in the next couple days. But there's like a group of 17 of us that are traveling. We just were in Eugene. Uh, the last couple nights, we just saw, had a powerful couple nights of meetings. We saw healings and, and just people just really just set free. And um, we're, we're spread out this morning. I think we're in, in th- four different churches this morning, just in the area, uh, just different teams. There's another church right down the street. We've got a couple uh, team members at. And so we're just, uh, we're just excited about Oregon. And... Um, I feel like the journey, you know, that I'm on is like, you know, I love Abraham. It says in Romans chapter 4, it says, Abraham, it says he grew strong in faith. Romans chapter 4, verse 20, I believe. It says he grew strong in faith. That, that verse, it gives me hope. It's like wherever you're at in your faith level today, God wants, God wants to take you to the next level. He wants, he wants to release a grace today. I just even see that being ha- happening today, that there's a grace being released in the room today to grow in faith. Maybe you believe a little bit. I, I, got, I got a little bit. It's going to go to the next level. You're going to believe a little more today. And I'm, I'm becoming increasingly convinced that God is moving in Oregon. The more I believe it, the more my, I'm getting more convinced. It's like the more I believe, the more grace there is. You know, grace doesn't come from what we do. <laughs> you know? It comes from what we believe. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. We're saved by grace. That word saved is the same word, uh, it, it's, 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 it's the word sozo. It's a big deal. <laughs> it's not just going to heaven. Oh, that's great. Oh, wow, that's, 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 that's pretty big. That's, I think that's probably the biggest thing while I'm going to heaven, yay. <laughs> but there's more. Just turn to your neighbor and say there's more. <laughs> I... I, I'm, I'm discovering, you know, the journey we're on, we're discovering our benefits package. It just keeps getting bigger. <laughs> it's like, wow, I thought I knew it all. I thought I knew all the benefits. Nope, there's more. It's better than you thought. <laughs> that word sozo, it means saved. It also means healed. 
It also means delivered, set free. It's, it's a lot. And what it was, that, that we're just discovering what that really means. There's, there's, there's just, I'm, I'm just like, every time I read this book, wow, wow, another benefit. <laughs> it's better than I thought. <laughs> By the way, you have permission to laugh. <laughs> I just see uh, people being set free today. I see freedom coming to a new level today. You know, so, so, so Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, we're saved by grace. We're sozoed by grace through faith. Come on. Somebody's going to believe something today. I don't know about you, but when I read this book, I'd rather read, I do read this book, by the way. (laughs) When I read this book, I'd rather find one thing in this book and really believe it. Just give me one thing. If I really believe it, then to know it all and believe none of it. How many of you guys know you can know something but not believe it? Ha <laughs> ha. Not good. <laughs> not a good plan. <laughs> and today you're going to believe something. Something's going to stick. There's somebody in this room you're going to you're going to get something today. I just saw it being a turning point day for somebody in this room. You're going to get something. You're going to believe it, and it's going to release grace in your life. I like grace. <laughs> just turn to your neighbor and say, he's talking about me. <laughs> I'm that person he's talking about. <laughs> Just tell your neighbor that I'm that person he's talking about. (laughs) Wow. I notice you have a lot of people named Joshua in your church. (laughs) It's a good name. It's a good name. Um, this is, but you know, just even more than that, I just really feel like this is a church full of Joshua's and Caleb's. This is a, this is a place, well, this is a room full of Joshua's and Caleb's in the spirit, your Joshua's and Caleb's. Joshua's and, Joshua and Caleb, they're different. They're different. There's 12 spies they all say, they all, you know, you guys know the story about the 12 spies? They send them into the promised land to scope it out. They all see the same thing. They look and they see the exact same thing. But they come to completely different conclusions. All 12 saw the same thing. 10 come back. We're toast. <laughs> There's giants. We're like grasshoppers. They're going to squash us. 
But Joshua and Caleb see the same thing, and they say, we are well able. They say, these giants are our bread. We're going to eat these guys for lunch. (laughs) Wow. A little bit of a different conclusion, right? Saw the same thing, completely different conclusion, right? This is a room full of Joshua's and Caleb's. You have a different perspective. When you, you're what I call hope people. <laughs> you, guys have, you guys are bound in hope. People that are bound in hope, they get excited about giants. We're well able. These guys are our lunch. <laughs> but hopeless people, hopeless people, ah, no, we're toast. You know what I'm saying? You guys have hope. I, I believe that a hope might, hope, hope, I used to think that hope is wishful thinking. Oh man, was I wrong. Hope, I am just discovering how important and how essential hope is. I'm just on this journey. Well, I used to think, wow, why, why do we even need hope? Let's just move on to faith. I don't want to just hope that people get out of wheelchairs. I want to like believe it. I want to see it. You know what I'm saying? Any of you guys relate to that? I don't want to just hope. But the Lord showed me, he said, wow, like hope is not wishful thinking. Hope is a way of thinking. Hope is a mindset. Hope is a perspective. It's a worldview. Joshua and Caleb had hope. That's why they came to a different conclusion, because they had a different perspective. They saw the same thing, but they had a higher perspective. They had a higher perspective. You know, I think that Joshua and Caleb, they probably spent a lot of time. I think they were buddies, Joshua and Caleb. I think they hung out. Oh, Joshua. Dude, do you remember the time? I bet they just talk to each other all the time about testimonies. Do you remember that time? Were we at the Red Sea? Oh, just, do you remember that? And then, and God showed up. By the way, and they just focused on it. You know what I'm saying? They just like, they just focused on what God did. And they just told each other. And so all of a sudden they see a giant, oh! They're our bread! It's <laughs> a good conclusion. He did, he's part of the Red Sea. He'll, I don't know how he's going to do it, but it's going to happen. We're going to eat these guys for lunch somehow. <laughs> I don't know. They were a little, probably, people probably thought they were a little crazy. You know, but I think deep down, all the other spies, deep down, they wanted what Joshua and Caleb had. I wish I had that. Everybody, everybody wants that deep down. Everybody wants to be William Wallace. Everybody wants to believe And this is a room full of people that believe. Oh man, national debt, it's hopeless. 
oh, what's God, how's God going to do this? He's going to do something amazing. He's going to come through. I'm getting excited about the national debt. <laughs> he's going to do it. I don't know how he's going to do it, but hold me on. I know he's got a solution. How many of you guys think God's got a solution? There's a lot of giants in the land, in our, in our country, in our, in, in, in our state. There's giants. But this is a room full of people that don't hide in the desert. Because we are feeding ourselves on testimonies. We're feeding ourselves We're ke- to keep that hope mindset. The Lord showed me, he said, you know, the, the proverb, it says, guard your heart above all things. Guard your heart above all things. It also says in the Proverbs, it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But hope fulfilled is a tree of life. So a little bit of a paraphrased version of that verse. Guard your hope above all things. That would be my exhortation to you today. Guard your hope above all things. Because your hope will determine the health of your heart. If you want to guard your heart, guard your hope. We have to get our hopes up. You know that saying, don't get your hopes up? Turn to your neighbor and say, get your hopes up. Hope, I like, I like to think of hope as a confident expectation that something amazing is about to happen. When you live in that place, you're looking for it. And, the, you know, brain scientists have, have found that actually what you look for, you will find. What you look for, you'll find. It's true. It's a confident expectation. You're looking for what God's going to do next. Oh, what's he going to do next? <laughs> you, don't, you don't see the disappointment because you're so focused on what he's doing. You're so fulfilled. Your hope is so fulfilled in what God is doing. It's a tree of life. And there is a hope that does not disappoint. It says that you know, it says in the book of Romans, it says, there's a hope that does not disappoint. And then it says, because the love of God. I believe it's Romans chapter five. It says, because the love of God. The love of God. And, and I'm not gonna go into just theology of hope and et cetera, but I'll say this. Your hope level is directly related to how much truth you're believing. If you believe a lot of truth, you'll be the most hopeful person in the world. If you're believing lies, you'll be hopeless. So that's a good, just simple hope detector. Okay, I'm feeling hopeless about my family. There's a lie somewhere, I guarantee it. There's a lie somewhere. And uh, I, just, I just declare over you that you're going to possess your promises. You're going to be like Joshua and Caleb. There's a lot of promises that have been spoken over this state. 
crazy promises about massive harvest, about massive revival. And I declare over you that you are Joshua and Caleb people. God is looking for a Joshua and Caleb person. Well, when it looks impossible, when it looks illogical to believe, they're so full of hope. They're just like excited to eat something for lunch. <laughs> the next problem, the next giant. <laughs> are you guys are you guys having a good time? <laughs> wow. So we, we just love you guys. We love what God's doing in Oregon. And I and I just I just declare over you strength and courage, just even as God spoke that over Joshua. He said to be strong and courageous. And something the Lord showed me about that, the, the strength and courage. <laughs> How, where's our strength come from? You guys ever heard that voice, the joy of the Lord's our strength? Just laugh a little bit more, all right? <laughs> Your strength level is going to the next level today (laughs) as your joy level increases. Wow. So we're going to do some ministry time. I'm going to hand it back over to Pastor Joshua here. And uh, it's noon, right? Just making sure. And we just love you guys. We're so blessed to be here. Um. Yes, thank you so much.